My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins, the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my God and Angel, intercede for me. In that famous book, The Lord of the Rings, by J.R.R. Tolkien, Two Hobbits, Frodo and Sam, despite all the challenges and difficulties they confronted, were able to accomplish their mission, which was the destruction of the ring at Mount Doom. As Mount Doom explodes and crumbles around them, Frodo spoke with his friend Sam in a calm, measured voice. He said, But do you remember Gandalf's words? Even Gollum may have something yet to do. But for him, Sam, I could not have destroyed the ring. The quest would have been in vain, even at the bitter end. So let us forgive him, for the quest is achieved. Now all is over. I'm glad you are here with me, here at the end of all things, Sam. Lord, we're very much touched by this deep enduring and sincere friendship between Frodo and Sam, and indeed any friendships which are genuine, authentic, and selfless. Jesus, today we're celebrating the feast day of St. Bartholomew, also known as Nathaniel, as it was quite common among the Jews to have two names. His meeting with you was arranged by his friend Philip. In today's Gospel of St. John, we read the following. Philip found Nathanael and told him, We have found the one about whom Moses wrote in the law and also the prophets, Jesus, son of Joseph, from Nazareth. Here, Jesus, we can clearly see one of the qualities of the genuine enduring friendship, seeking only the good of the other. As classical writers put it, a friend is another self, someone who helps make our lives more tolerable, who is there for us in our troubles and shares in our joys and sorrows. A friend is someone we can confide in because we can trust them. St. Josemaria used to say that we need to be able to, to rely on each other so as to travel the road of life in this way to make our aspirations bear fruit, to overcome difficulties, to benefit from the results of our efforts. Philip discovered you, Jesus, as the promised Messiah. Oh, how much and for how long the people of Israel have been longing for this promise to become a reality. And finally, it has come to pass. God has fulfilled this promise. Jesus is the promised Messiah. And I, Philip, am so privileged in discovering him. He has welcomed me into his discipleship. I cannot hold this great and fantastic news to myself. I must share it immediately with my friend Nathaniel. Jesus, I can easily imagine how, in his tremendous excitement, Philip would have started out right away, perhaps running, looking for his friend Nathaniel without a moment's delay. Nathaniel, we found the one about whom Moses wrote in the law, and also the prophets, Jesus, son of Joseph from Nazareth. Then he heard, the reply of Nathanael. Can anything good come from Nazareth? 
Well, it was like throwing cold water. It felt like being challenged. Are you serious, Philip? You know as well as I do that Nazareth is a little no-name village of about 100 inhabitants of no significance at all. Besides, most people who live there are low-class people, working the lands and engaged in simple trades, living in huts. So how can anything good really come from such a forgotten village? I cannot believe that the promised Messiah, the great personage of cosmic consequences, can possibly come from such a place. No, Philip, thank you for thinking of me, but I'm not sure if I can really believe you. Well, Lord, sometimes our friendships can undergo testing due to various reasons. Different ways of looking at the reality, for, for instance. Different temperaments and therefore different ways of reacting. Sometimes even a slight feeling of jealousy when my friend seems to be in a better position than me. To this initial unwelcoming gesture of Nathaniel, Philip persevered simply and told him, Come and see. Nathaniel, I know what you're thinking. Yes, Nazareth is truly an insignificant village, as you say. I know that too. But do you, Nathaniel, trust me? Do you believe in me? Will I be sharing with you something that I'm so excited about and took the trouble of finding you to tell you if it is not true? Nathaniel, I am your trusted friend. Believe me and come with me so that I can introduce you to Jesus of Nazareth. Lord, again, how beautiful it is to contemplate another quality of enduring friendship shown by Philip and Nathaniel, that it is built on trust and confidence. If you trust your friends, you also trust his words and actions. You trust his genuine motives and his goodwill towards you. You trust that he only wants what is best for you. As the philosopher Aristotle said, the best friend is he that, when he wishes a person's good, wishes it for that person's own sake. Well, Jesus, I'll continue this dialogue with you by going back to the Gospel narratives in John. Jesus saw Nathanael coming toward him and said to him, Here is a true child of Israel. There is no duplicity in him. Nathanael said to him, How do you know me? Jesus answered and said to him, Before Philip called you, I saw you under the fig tree. How wonderful it is, Jesus, that you pointed out to Nathanael the fact that it was through Philip and his enduring friendship that you drew Nathaniel towards you, that you welcomed him to your inner circle, despite Nathaniel's initial hesitation and doubt regarding your origin and true identity. You rewarded Nathaniel's trust and confidence in his friendship with Philip by telling him that you, Nathaniel, are a true child of Israel. What a praise coming from the Lord. Do I have friends like that? To have friends who look out for my best interests, as I, too, always try to think about what is best for them. When I have an idea which it can benefit my friends, do I take the initiative and contact him or her right away? Am I able to transmit my enthusiasm to my friend? And above all, to share my faith with my friends? 
How often do I talk about God, religion, and matters of faith in my conversation with my friend? Do I also listen attentively to my friend, even though I might disagree, giving my friend the chance to finish what he or she wants to tell me without interrupting him or her? Since in genuine friendship, we aim for that which is best for one another, we should always keep in mind the spiritual needs as an important aspect of this friendship. After all, we want this friendship which began on earth and which is maturing steadily to be long-lasting. What is more long-lasting than eternity? Yes, Jesus, the highest goal of friendship is that we be children of God for all eternity in heaven. There, in the eternal presence of God, will enjoy the everlasting friendship with all the saints. In this regard, I want to talk to you, Lord, about the friendship between St. Josemaria and Venerable Isidoro. When St. Josemaria Escriba, the founder of Opus Dei, began to look for people who can benefit from the tremendous blessing from the Lord for the Church, one of the very first persons he contacted was a former classmate of his, Isidoro Thorothano, declared venerable by Pope Francis, in 2016. Isidoro was born in Argentina, but the family moved to Spain in 1905. He went to school in Logroño, where he met Jose Maria, who had just joined the school, having come from Barbastro. The two became good friends almost from the beginning. After graduation, they parted until 1930, when Jose Maria, now Father Jose Maria, contacted Isidoro to communicate to him the exciting and beautiful reality of Opus Dei, which was founded in 1928. Isidoro understood immediately that God was calling him to Opus Dei, so he answered his vocation with a firm sense of commitment. Lord, I see a similarity between Philip, who went in search of Nathaniel, and St. Josemaria, who went in search of Venerable Isidoro. The mutual friendships bore fruits, which are lasting for all eternity in heaven. That is the kind of friendship I want to cultivate, enjoy with your help. I now turn to you, my mother, as I finish these ten minutes of conversation with your son, Jesus, asking for your intercession so that I truly value my friends as gifts from the Lord and that I do all that I can to contribute to their eternal happiness. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations that you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help to put them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my God and Angel, intercede for me. <laughs>